Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget about iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show and Instagram. Join the conversation there. And of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. 
and you'll find that fairly easily. Today on the program, we've got John Hendricks coming up at 435 from St. News and Boot Crew Media. He was out at OTAs today. He'll give us his, um, his thoughts on what he saw. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will join us at 515 today, and uh, we'll talk to him about LSU baseball, also, again, the, the LSU football team. Uh, Richie Mills of uh, WGNO Channel 26 will join us at 535. And uh, he was out at Saints OTAs today, so we'll talk to him about that. We'll also talk college baseball with uh, Richie as, again, the tournament play is underway. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Les East of CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South is our guest. Uh, that is Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on LAE. Also, again, our live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Uh, you can check out our rebroadcast starting on Thursday night at 6 o'clock on WLA-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLA-TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Again, it's going to be uh, Les Seas of CrestedSports.com as our guest. want to remind everybody about our friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters. been telling you guys about the hurricane shutters uh, that, again, that we put on our home. And uh, we are so pleased, my, my wife and I, again, with uh, the look. But also, again, uh, we feel uh, comfortable with the protection that we get from, again, these uh, uh, beautiful Bahama shutters with the opera louvers. If you are looking to protect your home, if you are looking to, again, beautify your home at the same time, uh, and you want to deal with a locally owned and operated company who, again, is there before, is there, again, to work with you throughout, again, the process of trying to figure out what you're looking for, and then, of course, there after the sale as well, that have expert crews that are experts in, again, installing the, the, the shutters, no matter no matter what the situation, uh, then I'd go with my friends at Acadia Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119, locally owned and operated since 1995, using only quality materials, and have expert crews that, again, are experts in installing all, uh, again, uh, type of um, uh, shutters, including Hurricane Roll Downs, Accordion, Lexan Panels, uh, Colonial, Bahamas, Bahamas with Opera Louvers, and of course Spanish Cedar Wood. The widest uh, selection of powder coated aluminum products in, in, in the uh, industry. And of course, everything is American made and locally sourced hurricane rated shutters with the styles and colors that you want. Uh, don't fool with those. Uh, with, don't, don't be taping up your windows anymore. Come on, that's old school. Uh, pulling out the plywood every, every time again there's a storm in the Gulf. Uh, make the investment. Beautify your home. Protect your home with my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters. Again, South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast. It's Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. Uh, call them for a free home, in-home estimate or go, you go out to their uh, shop on um, and, and showroom on uh, Collins Street in Covington or go to AcadianCustomShutters.com where you can check out, again, uh, all their products. And, of course, the new, sp- uh, the, uh, the new and improved website has a spring sale and also special offers on all products. It's Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or AcadianCustomShutters.com. All right, let's jump into it. Saints OTAs today. And, um, of course, we'll find out more. But, it, you know, again, it is what it is. Um, uh, not 100% participation as we had hoped. Um, they're going to be pretty close. Dennis Allen said in, in his um, press conference the other day he thinks he's going to have about 90% participation. Um, but with that said, uh, you know, again, an opportunity for these guys to kind of get, get their, their, their feet wet, get acclimated, especially the new guys, uh, to the system, how the Saints practice, what happens in the classroom. And then, of course, uh, again, what happens over the next few weeks is about team building. Uh, again, about build that nucleus, building again that um, uh, uh, that 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 push for a championship, and again, uh, you know, getting the most you can get out of this team, and also again, for the coaches, 
you know, seeing what they have in these players. And even though they're not hitting, again, again, how what's the football IQ? Uh, again, what, what, what's their measurables? What's their speed? Uh, you know, again, once they put the, the pads on, we'll find about how, well, how great of football players they are. But then also, again, what kind of teammate they are and, and um, what type of a player they're going to be within, within that locker room. Are they going to be part of the culture? Are, are they, you know, all these things that go into, again, building a championship team, it starts with OTAs, and that started today. Nuggets sweep the Lakers last night. Uh, again, they move on to the N- NBA Finals. They're awaiting the winner of the uh, Boston Celtics and, and the uh, Miami Heat. That, that'll happen tonight. Uh, Boston on the verge of getting swept as well in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat. And, and I, I tried to write it down last night, and I didn't get a chance to. But it is very rare to see two teams, one from the East and one from the West, and, and again, the finals for the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals to get swept. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up in the break and see again when's the last time that happened. But I can't remember in my lifetime where, again, uh, and again, that's going back, you know, to the great day, you know, uh, to the 70s, uh, you know, the great year, the great uh, teams of the Celtics and the Lakers in the 80s, where, again, both teams swept the team that they were opposing in the in the conference finals. So it'll be interesting to see again if that happens again tonight. It doesn't matter. The finals start next Thursday, June 1st. So there's going to be a long layoff with, with no basketball if, again, the uh, Heat ends up closing it out tonight against the Celtics. Um, LeBron James is talking retirement. Um, let me just say this. I said this yesterday. Look, he's not the same player at 38, and no one is, right? Um, he's still a great player but he's not an elite player he still has the ability to take over a game the issue is can he sustain that top level of LeBron James that we again we've become accustomed that we've seen over the last 20 years and the answer is no no it's not um he could continue to play in the NBA I mean again he's okay um but he's going to continue to decline it just is what it is he still again has the ability you saw last night he could take over a game the problem is can he sustain that for four quarters? No, he can't. You know, you, you know, you, when you look at him, you almost want to say again that, you know, he was with those super teams before, right? And this might have been the time now to try to get with a super team where, again, maybe you're not being counted on, you know, to play maximum minutes for a team. That you can come in, you know, and be and getting, uh, again, maybe, you know, half of a game, three quarters of a game, where, again, you're, you're, you're giving your absolute best uh, at a high level. And then, you know, being in a situation where you can, you know, sustain that over a season and into the playoffs. Um, but that's just not the way things go. You know, it's just not the way things go. So, you know, I, I find it interesting. Uh, you know, look, for an athlete, it, anybody that's been an athlete in their lives, I don't care what, you, what sport you've played. I don't care what level you've played. When you get to the point in, in your athletic life, when you figure out that you're not as fast as you once were, uh, again, you don't jump as high. You can't do the things that you, you used to do. Your mind is telling you can do it, but your body can't. It, it, you have to make the, uh, the decision on, do I continue, okay, especially as a professional athlete, continue to pick up the paycheck, continue to, to, to be able to, again, go out there and, and you know, do the off-season workouts, do everything I need to do to be ready for a season, uh, and, and know that, again, I'm not going to be able to do the things that I've done in the past. And that's going to be something that's going to be showcased and people are going to be talking about. It is what it is. You cannot outrun Father Time. And not, 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 even, not even LeBron James cannot outrun Father Time. So it is what it is. Now, he did backtrack a little bit on, on wanting to play with his son, Bronny, who, again, will be draft eligible in 2025. He's got a year that he's got to play at USC uh, this next season. And then after that, he'll be eligible to come into the NBA draft. 
You know, again, he had talked about, again, that would be, might be his vision, but maybe not Brownie's vision. I could see that. You know, but it is what it is. We'll see, again, how that plays out uh, with, again, LeBron James. But, look, he's also, again, a little butthurt right now, right? Again, he got swept by the Nuggets. Uh, and, and L.A., again, even though they were able to remake their roster uh, by, the, by the trading deadline, and, and, look, give Palenka a lot of credit. Okay, this team was going nowhere. This team was a lottery team, okay? All right? <laughs> the Pels are in their lottery spot now, okay? That was where the Pels were going to be, right? Well, I mean, that's where the Lakers are going to be. But, again, he did, he did some magic. Uh, and was able to, again, bring in a team uh, that um, uh, really fit with LeBron James and Anthony Davis do. Uh, they just, just wasn't enough. Just wasn't enough. Uh, Nuggets sweep the Lakers last night. And, again, again as I mentioned, Boston on the verge of getting swept by, uh, by, by the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals tonight uh, in Miami. Uh, Tulane just gets getting started right now. At least it's supposed to be at 4 o'clock in the American Athletic Conference um, a tournament. Uh, they are the seventh seed. They're taking on Houston. Uh, so, again, we'll see, again, if they can advance. And, um, of course, tomorrow uh, we'll, we may be preempted by um, UNO baseball. UNO is the fourth seed in the Southland Conference. Uh, and, of course, uh, they'll play tomorrow at 2.30. Uh, so we'll see, again, ultimately what, what happens there. If we have a show or not, we don't know. Okay. Uh, Nichols is the number one seed in the Southland. They also will play tomorrow. Uh, and, of course, um, uh, LSU uh, getting ready again as, as a third seed. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see again how this plays out with LSU. Um, you know, they, they are, they're waiting on the South Carolina uh, winner uh, in, in their, in their uh, uh, regional uh, uh, game. Uh, so, again, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how that works out. And we'll see if, again, uh, how far uh, this LSU team can go in, in the, in the, in the um, SEC tournament, how far they really have to go, right? Uh, to secure a national seed. Some believe they have it already. Some believe they have to win at least one game or more in, in their um, in, in, in the SEC tournament to make that happen. We'll see again how that plays out. Uh, Skeens was named the SEC Pitcher of the Year. That's not surprising at all. Again, the junior transfer from the Air Force Academy, uh, again, was the, was the best pitcher, uh, in, uh, maybe the best pitcher in the country, but definitely the best pitcher in the SEC. Um, Again, he's uh, number two on the all-time single strikeout list, trailing Ben, ben McDonald, who had 202 strikeouts in 1989. Uh, there's, I think he's, he's behind, I think it's 39 strikeouts, um, and, and, the, and maybe he gets that in the SEC tournament. We'll see again how that, how that plays out. But Skeens has been, has been a rock uh, for, the, for this LSU team. Um, and, um, look, hopefully, again, uh, uh, they'll, they'll be able to find some magic in the, in, in the bullpen here. You know, uh, that Floyd can be that number two starter for them. Uh, and then, again, when they get to, the, to, to game three, if there is a game three in a tournament, right, uh, that they're doing pitching by committee and they have enough to be able to get out. The, and then the other thing is, again, the bats cannot fall asleep on. Uh, again, they, they have been a great hitting, not a good, but a great hitting team all season long. And, uh, again, they're going to need those bats going now into, into um, uh, conference play. Regional play, sub, uh, uh, super regional play, and then hopefully on, on to Omaha uh, for the LSU Tigers, which is obviously, obviously expected uh, going forward. I do want to shift gears for a moment to, again, a, a – um, oh, by the way, once again, I want to mention, again, Delgado in the, in the, in the Juco World Series. We had uh, Joe Sherman on yesterday, uh, uh, fifth time under Joe Sherman, uh, Grand Junction, Colorado. They should be arriving at some point today. It's a two-day drive for them. Uh, they, they bro- As you heard Joe say yesterday, they're breaking it up into two um, – uh, into two different um, uh, days so they can have, um, uh, you know, a little bit of rest 
uh, in between. So we'll see again how uh, how the uh, Dolphins do as uh, as they're going for a national championship. And congratulations to them and best of luck. I um, want to shift gears for a moment, something that, again, that I've talked about on this program in the past, and that's, again, the Vukare Commission. Uh, look, I, I've dealt with them in the, in, uh, in, in the past from, again, my, in my professional life, uh, whether, again, it's working for a radio station that we moved into the quarter, uh, whether, again, it's working for, for, uh, for companies that uh, restaurants and bars that, again, were doing work in the quarter, or my own family that, again, lived in the French Quarter, uh, again, had business in the French Quarter, and, and this goes back, again, to the inception of, of the Vukare Commission, right? Uh, Freddie King, the district councilman for District C, which encompasses the French Quarter, the Marigny, uh, the historic districts uh, downtown, and also uh, as, uh, Algiers as well, um, was putting up a proposal to suspend the Vukare's permitting process uh, for at least a year. Uh, there was a neighboring meeting last night with, again, a lot of the... Uh, of, uh, of the neighbors and uh, business owners, property owners in the French Quarter. Uh, and it looks like he's going to back off on that. Now, he's not, he's not pulling the ordinance, but again, he, he is, he's taken under more, um, he's going to be taking uh, uh, more uh, the, uh, the uh, ordinance under advisement. So he's deferred it at this point. Let me just say this about the Vukare uh, permitting process. Um, when you look at it, it is slow. It is antiquated, and it's tough to tough to be able to deal with. Okay, it just is. It just is. It always has been. Um, the VCC is trying to do their job in keeping again the historic significance of the of, of the French Quarter, and that is necessary and needed. Uh, the problem is again they're far from perfect. The regulation the regulation is is necessary to keep the historic character of the French Quarter, but again when you look at it in a lot of cases. Um, you you look at at what this with the with the Vukare Commission has been, um, you know they they have been a kind of a a, a buttress to um, those that again that own property in the quarter, uh, those that are uh, businesses that are renting uh, property in the quarter, but again are responsible for for the upkeep of, of those businesses of those buildings are again trying to um, upgrade or enhance those buildings. I, I go back to Mambos and the Bader Brothers. Uh, that building was falling apart on the 400 block of Bourbon Street. It had been, cl- it was a strip club that was causing nothing problems on Bourbon Street. It had been closed multiple times. The Betas brothers come in and, and, they, and they do a complete renovation of the building from top to bottom. It took them an extra almost year to get that building back into commerce because of the Vukare Commission. Even after the city council had approved uh, the, the rooftop bar, one of a kind in, in the French Quarter, okay, on Bourbon Street, pardon me, uh, again, it was, it was the Vukare Commission still, again, standing in front of that and slowing down the process. So I saw that with, with my own eyes. I also saw with my own eyes, again, when uh, I was with w, WIST, the old WTIX 690, when we, after, the French, after the, uh, uh, Katrina, we moved to the French Quarter. They put a million dollars into a, a French Quarter building that had been empty for almost five years and but turned it into a, into a radio studio. Well, with radio studios, you need satellites, okay? Channel 4 has satellites, but they're grandfathered in because they've been in the French Quarter for so long. Uh, satellites were put on a part of the roof that was not exposed to anyone in the, in the French Quarter. They could have seen it, okay? Vukare Commission didn't even know they were there. Uh, a local radio station a competitor complained about it. Uh, Vukare Commission went up there and, of course, insisted that, that the, uh, the satellite dishes be taken down. 
Ultimately, you have a radio station that's trying to operate, already moved their equipment, moved their, their personnel in there. And now, now, again, we were in a, in a position where we had to figure out, okay, how are we going to get the signal to the transmitter? Well, because we had to do it through throw lines. It took even longer, again, and more money that had to be put in here. This is what I'm talking about. This is what the Vukare Commission does, okay? Uh, so they've been in a buttress to improving property while, while, while preserving the historic character of the quarter. Uh, they have to expedite permits quicker, okay? They, ha- they have to work with business and property owners instead of, again, being a, 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 an obstacle in a lot of cases. And that's what they've been, okay? Uh, the, the emphasis of the French Quarter, again, should, should be about, again, and I just keep the hysteric, historic character of the French Quarter, but what needs to happen is an emphasis on what? Cleaning up the French Quarter, okay? I mean, I'm talking about, you know, trash, graffiti, the panhandling, the criminal element that is to, that's in that French Quarter, enforcing the curfew. Get these kids off the street. They shouldn't be in the French Quarter after dark. This is what it is. If they're not coming from a job or going to a job, they should not be in the French Quarter, okay? Keeping guns out of the quarter is another, another part of, again, what, what, what should be a, a concentration right now. No doubt about that. Those are the things that, again, that, 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 are, that again, are right there in your face as a citizen of this city and as a visitor of the city. Okay? And then, of course, you know, the, the, the streets, sidewalks, we've seen part of the quarter being done, but this needs to be done across the board. i got to be honest with you. As a citizen of this city, as a person that loves my city, loves the historic significance of my city, loves the French Quarter, I've been embarrassed by the French Quarter. Okay, because of, again, the filthiness, uh, the, the crumbling infrastructure, uh, and I, I'm talking about streets, sidewalks, etc. I mean, you know, people come from around the world and they see this and they think, oh, poor New Orleans after Katrina. I mean, Katrina's 18 years ago. Okay, this has been going on almost my entire lifetime. We've had several times in, in, in the history, of, in the history of, 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 in the modern history of the French Quarter, where the city put the money in to be able to, again, rebuild. Uh, the, the, the infrastructure. Uh, the World's Fair was coming in 1984. The, and, and, of course, my, I had family members that were part of the Bourbon Street Merchant Association back then and very, very powerful. Those merchant associations were very powerful uh, back, back in the 80s and 90s. And th- those guys used their political clout to be able to make sure that, that again, that new sidewalks went, went on Bourbon Street, right? If you remember, the, the, the new sidewalks and streets. Recently, we've seen, new again, Bourbon Street totally redone. We've seen Royal Street. The entire French Quarter needs to be rebuilt, okay, in terms of the infrastructure. That needs to be an emphasis. And I know we got problems in every neighborhood in the city. I get it. But that's not the cash cow of the French Quarter. So I get the Vucare Commission and, and again, what their, what their mission is to be able to keep the historic significance of the French Quarter, and that is needed. But, again, this is more than about, again, uh, whether what color you paint your home. Or what color, what you're going to do with your business to be able to, again, uh, make that work for you, the, the business owner, within that property. It's about, again, cleaning up the quarter, keeping the riffraff out, and, and making sure that, again, that, that that is a place where not just the tourists can go, but where New Orleanians can go again to enjoy themselves. And that, to me, is job one. And that is, that is a complete failure on the part of this administration, the, 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 the Cantrell administration, going back to the Landry administration, going back to the Negan administration. There's been a downward trend, so again, since, since uh, Katrina. And part of the reason is lack of, uh, again, lack of true leadership in this city. And it continues. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you are looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your air conditioning system, call my friends at Burkhardt. But look, uh, once again, it's hurricane season. Coming up next week, uh, and I'm just telling you, folks, <laughs> um, it is the, the peace of mind you get of knowing 
that when the power goes out in your neighborhood, that your power stays on, again, is that you can't put a price on it. You just can't, okay? Uh, knowing that, again, if you have to evacuate from a storm, for a storm and you come back, you come back quicker. You don't have to wait for the power to come on throughout the, throughout the city. You can come on quicker because of what? You, you have a, a standby generator. Uh, at Burkhart, they, only, they, they deal with Generac generators. They're, again, top in the, in the industry. Uh, Jason Burkhardt is an expert when it comes to generators. So, again, he'll come out to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation. He'll educate you on all the, all, all the options you have when it comes to a generator. Once you guys come to an agreement, then, again, you just figure out, again, whether you want to finance it over time with low monthly notes or you want to pay, that, pay, pay the money up front. Uh, you'll get a single-day install. You'll get a new install quality check after one month. You'll get, a, a, you'll get the service that, uh, that Burkhart provides. Again, their dedicated generator team that will place that generator in a safe spot and handle everything for you, planning, permits, inspections. Also, don't forget, uh, again, about a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need as well as 24-7, 365 emergency service as well as maintaining that generator for you year-round. Got to maintain it like a car engine, right? Increase your property value. Get that peace of mind of knowing when the power goes out, your power stays on. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, we'll be right back uh, with uh, uh, our first guest of, of, of the day. And uh, as always, again, we appreciate you guys checking out the, checking out the program. I want to remind everybody again about the um, award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, which will feature uh, Les East of CrestedySports.com this week. Uh, and as always, we, we appreciate you guys tuning in the TV show as well. John Hendricks is next from Saints News and Boot Crew Media. That'll be followed in the second hour by Mike Scarborough of Tagabate.com at 515. Then we'll finish up with Richie Mills of WGNO uh, TV 26 Sports at 535. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Staples Stories. Pure Aziz Kids is mindfully formulated for kids with an optimal level of melatonin to help them gently fall asleep naturally. It's 100% drug-free and available in delicious gummies and liquid. Try Pure Z's Kids tonight. Seeing some slow spots, 610 eastbound between Broad and the I-10 merge. A little bit of stop and go. Crescent City Connector eastbound between Whitney and Earhart Boulevard. Uh, running a little slow. In uh, the uh, Lafouche area, Lafouche Parish, uh, there is a report of some severe weather and some hail coming down uh, about a half hour ago. So watch it on the roadways in the Lafouche Parish area as well. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Avenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Stop going at it alone for recruiting and staffing. Choose a local expert. Hiring is about getting to know people, not algorithms. So let the team at Express Employment Professionals hire for you. Visit ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 and a Piazza, uh, member of the Piazza family on staff every single day. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's daughter, Jen, Tony's wife, uh, one or all are, are there every single day over at Southern Tire. Large selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. That's wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Some great sales right now on some of the best brands out there. If you're looking for a set of tires, now's the time to go ahead over to Southern Tire. And then remember, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, but out the dealership sticker shock prices. If your vehicle's out of warranty, if you're in charge of a fleet account, bring it on over to Southern Tire and allow them, their, their ASC, ASC, ASC mechanics, pardon me, uh, to be able to um, uh, keep your vehicle on the road. Uh, again, you got damaged rims. They can repair those rims for you. They got a great, great uh, selection of rims for you as well. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 737 1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. John Hendricks of um, Saints News, also again at Fan Nation uh, and uh, Boot Crew Media. Uh, also founder of FBT Field is our guest today uh, on the program. John, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, thanks for having me, Eric. As always, I appreciate it. I'm doing great. Good. John, what, what is what is FBT, FBT Field? What is that? Yeah, it's uh, Faith Beyond the Field. So it's something I started a while back and 
just kind of focuses on athletes in their faith. And so uh, I had Demario oh, Davis on as my first guest. And, you know, I've interviewed guys like John Kitna, Chris Reese, and, and a few other players that have come out of that. It's been awesome. Thank And, of course, folks can, 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 uh, can follow you at John J. Hendricks. Uh, and, and I love what you say, uh, like, like, like the guitar player, not like, not like the gin, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although, again, we love Hendrix Gin, a proud sponsor of this program. There you go. Hey, John, uh, before we get started, tell us about Boot Crew Media. Tell us about uh, uh, Saints News, the two publications you're involved in. Yeah, so uh, Saints Media, Saints Top Media is the easiest way you can check out all of uh, SI's coverage for the Saints. Um, and so got a great team over there, Ross Jackson, Kyle T. Mosley, Bob Rose. We do a lot of the Saints coverage there, so just check us out there been with them geez almost four years now so it's uh been a good ride so far and um you know i'm also doing video work with boot crew media it's uh, something last on last year and you know growing over there so pretty actively involved in the uh, new orleans market if you could if you will no doubt uh john let's start with otas today uh again you've been to a few of those now just your impressions Dennis Allen in his, what, second uh, year as, as head coach and, and OTAs this year, maybe opposed to what it was last year. Would you see any difference? Yeah, look, I think it's more comfortability is, is the first thing that I would say is, is you know, look, this offseason was, off was more about getting his guys in the mix, if you will, and, and look, he's been able to hire some of his staff. He had some turnover. I mean, Ryan Nielsen went to Atlanta. He, they moved on from Chris Richard, some of the other assistants that the team had had, and they did a good job of retaining some guys that were up and coming, like a Ronald Curry. Uh, they have been with the team for a long time, but you know, putting their flavor on the defense. You know, getting Joe Woods and Marcus Robertson, Clancy Barone, Todd Granham on the defensive line, and uh, Kevin Carberry, and then bringing a guy like Jarvis Evans in onto the staff. And so, look, I feel like it's been been a really strong addition for him. And you know, really, uh, you could see the comfort level for him. And, and I think it was always tough. It was just like. Any quarterback that followed Drew Brees, you're going to live in their shadow for the first year at least. And, you know, he lived in the Sean Payton shadow for last year. And so this is a, a good opportunity for him to kind of make it what you will. And, and they've gone out and got a lot of the guys in the locker room that buy into the philosophy. And you really what I've learned about DA is, is just a no-nonsense. We're not trying to sell you this pie in the sky. This is how things are here. You know, it's kind of like take it or leave it. But at the same time, he's very honest and straightforward with that approach. And I think there's a, an appreciation for that. In terms of the voices on the field, uh, in terms of, again, coaches, um, any anything different that, that you saw or, or heard, rather? Yeah, I can tell you that, uh, you know, even for rookie minicamp, what I like is Joe Woods. And, again, nothing against Chris Richard. He was the same way, too. But sure. And same thing with Ryan Nielsen. But, look, Joe Woods coming out there working with the defensive backs, very authoritative, very good student of the game. And, and obviously, being able to teach that, I think that spoke volumes. Marcus Robertson kind of getting on those guys today a little bit and, and uh, for the safety group. I think that obviously spells volumes. And, look, Doug Barone is hard to, to ignore, right? And, and the thing that I remember him saying is you, one of the things you can't coach is toughness, right? And so that's kind of that factor. And, and he's very tough on those offensive linemen. He demands a lot from them. And they know it, right? And when they screw up, um, you know, he, you're going to hear about it for a while from Doug Marone. So I think those have been kind of the three for me. Ronald Curry, obviously, mm-hmm. he's up in Minneapolis right now at the spring leading with the NFL's accelerator program. But, uh, right. you know, look, he's been somebody that, that, that I've seen, too. And, and Cody Burns, just a teacher of the game. You know, I caught up with him 
today after practice and just, just the confidence level in him year after year since he came from Tennessee is, is just something to see, obviously, and just being able to be so self-aware. So I really think the Saints have a good coaching staff on their hands, and, you know, you can see just how these guys are, are kind of united, and I think that's the common theme with the Saints team is united, the one goal, and chugging ahead forward as much as they can. Uh, John Hendricks, again, of Saints News, is with us. John, what about uh, a participation? Were there players missing today? Yeah, look, so Dennis Allen said last week at the golf class that they weren't going to have 100% attendance. And so among those that weren't there today, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Demario Davis, although he has been at the facility doing, you know, workouts and stuff like that. Um, Ryan Ramchek, James Hurst wasn't there, Andres Pete. So, I, on the surface, obviously, there's a little bit of concern, um, you know, not having it. It was about 10 players missing. The rookie fourth-round pick, Nick Sadaveri, wasn't there because of a calf injury. He's expected to be ready for training camp. But on the flip side, good sign seeing Trevor Penning there. Um, and Cesar Ruiz, both are expected to be ready for training camp, but them being around is good. Uh, uh, another one would be uh, Kendra Miller was obviously out there. That was a good thing. And, and Peyton Turner, mm-hmm. he was active and participating. I think it's super important for him to be there from start to finish. Um, so I think that was obviously a good first step to see him there too. Taysom Hill, was he there? No, Taysom Hill. Yep, that's one of the ones I forgot. Him and JT Gray, those are the ones, two of the ones okay. that I were, were missing. But, yeah, uh, impression- but Boston were also there. <laughs> that's a big one. Okay, good. Beautiful, beautiful. Um. Let's talk about just, I mean, it's hard, ATAs, uh, OTAs are, you know, your shorts, T-shirts, helmets, et cetera. Um, Talk about Derek Carr, maybe again, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, his uh, uh, throwing, uh, velocity, accuracy, uh, and then uh, I'd like to get into some Foster Morrow as well. Yeah, look, the thing about, you know, Derek Carr, and he kind of said it after practice, this is the time where you kind of test things out and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes here. He didn't miss a pass today. Um, you know, I think he had two of the best throws, two of the highlights of today were one where he hit Jawan Johnson in seven on seven up the seam on a beautifully thrown ball that Johnson caught and, uh, you know, was able to get past the defense on it. And so I thought that was the first big one. And then the second one he threw a was off play action. He threw a real deep ball for Chris Olave. Now the ball didn't look good. It, it was kind of underthrown, but Olave made the adjustment working against Marcus May and was able to go up and get the catch. And so, those are big moments for him, but again, eight for eight today, um, and in seven on seven and team. So that's what you want to see out of this guy. He's got the confidence. I think he's somebody that's really you're going to notice the big differences for him and how he carries himself. And look, you know, I've, I've told you on your program too before. This, this is a guy coming in that's going to command the offense. He's going to make the checks at the line of scrimmage. It's going to take that pressure off of, of Eric McCoy, and it's just one of those things where. He wants to, to improve upon such, and, and it's not about negative things right now. He's watched tape, watched Drew Brees. He's watched the receivers he's working with, and has only been positive saying, look, this is how I want you to do things, and building on that and just kind of laying the foundation, getting to know these guys. And he also shared a story today. He said, you know, he was expecting the plays to be called in his helmet, and so he had to kind of get adjusted to that because he was talking. He's like, Pete was saying, nope, come over here. I want to tell you the play and go from there. So, it's down to the language and the communication that he spoke volumes about the guys he works with and just overall the coaches that he's worked with. And I really think he's in for a strong season with the Saints. From what I understand, the, 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 the system is, is similar, but the verbiage is different. Am I right? Yeah, and he said he said the, uh, the Google Translate of this offense has been uh, pretty easy to pick up. And, and you know, it, it's, it's been 
one of those things getting adjusted to the cadence and he was fighting kind of a visit that he took in his pre-draft where it was a lot more numbers based and it was a little bit different there and so uh he's fitting in in this offense and getting used to all the language and such um, his biggest challenge is is obviously pronouncing all the new orleans names right now especially with all the streets but i think from an <laughs> yeah. offensive perspective he's picking it up fine he's learning the language working really well with pete carmichael and gelling with his uh, his guys right now yeah, can he say chapatulas right no, it's correct. And getting food other than Chipotle. <laughs> there you go. That works, too. Foster Murrow, what a great story uh, to have him on the field. OTAs, which is a miraculous recovery uh, from Hodgkin's lymphoma and, of course, the chemotherapy. Did you guys get a chance to talk to him today? Yeah, we got to talk to him. And so, I mean, it was really good. You could tell kind of maybe hides a, a few emotions. I mean, it's it's just something to see him and you know, I reported last week that he was going to be on the field. So it, it's one of those that's it's great to see how he's, he's reacted and just being able to come home, you know, obviously Jesuit and went to Jesuit and then he's an LSU guy. And look, I mean, it's just a, a feel good story. And look, you know, for him, he's, he's also talked about kind of say downplaying some things. Right. And he's just talking about like the real heroes being the kids who have to face cancer, that it's never affected his quality of life and things along that lines. And look, I think it's, it's just, again, speaks volumes about, him as a player, as a person, and just his excitement of being able to be reunited with Derek Carr and, and just being out there and being able to play, I guess, in a sense, for the, the hometown crowd. So, look, that's obviously a, a huge thing for him. He's psyched up about being here. Um, I know the Saints team is excited to have him here. And, you know, look, he's going to bring a lot to the table. Um, you know, he's going to be expected to. And, you know, you saw him getting active and in, involved in the offense early. They're running packages with – him and Juwan Johnson, and I think that's going to be reminiscent of I mean, what we can expect to see as the season progresses. So running, running two tight end packages? Yeah, it's just seven on seven. Sometimes it's just on, you know, right. 11 on 11, too. It would, you know, it's heavy with Juwan Johnson and, and Foster Moreau. I mean, you look at mm-hmm. the weapons, and obviously there's no Michael Thomas in here. I mean, that's something right, that right. the Saints love bread and butter, and I think when they have the two guys that can really run this um, and be effective at it. Um. How did, how did Foster Moreau look? I mean, coming off of chemotherapy, did, did he lose weight? Does he still have muscle mass? Did he look the same as you've seen him in the in the past as a Raider? Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, look, he, he does look, you know, similar to what he did. And, and look, he said he hasn't uh, had to suffer much on that, and he's already gone through all of his treatments. And, you know, it's something that he might have to deal with later down the line, but he's all good to go. And, you know, as far as his physical, it's just getting out and getting used to the football shape is, is really what um, he's focused on, right? And so, um, look, I think when it comes down to it, he's he's looks like where he should be right now, right? And, of course, getting back used to the, the physical side of, of the demands of, uh, you know, the football field, especially playing down here. I mean, he didn't have to go under, undergo chemo or radiation or anything like that. Um, and look, I mean, for him, he, so, so he, he did not have to go through chemo or radiation. Nope, nope, he didn't. He didn't have to do that at all. So wow. he actually had to. He used a thing called rituximab, and so basically okay. he had some stuff. It's injections like in the stomach and such. And this treatment gives him kind of a I don't say clean bill of health to speak you know, directly, but didn't affect his quality of life. But obviously, dealing with the mental side was one of the hardest parts for him. But again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it spoke volumes about his relationship. Mickey called him, his agent, you know, right after the diagnosis and said, 
look, we still value this guy as a person, Foster that is, and, and value him even more as a player and wanted to do everything they could to sign him. So, I mean, this is one of those things where they made it pretty easy, um, you know, uh-huh. on, on, on him to, to make a, a good decision here. Great, great information, John. By the way, again, no, 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 no other treatment other than a, a, some type of a medication shot. That that that's incredible because that makes him. Uh, now we know why he can come back a little bit quicker than maybe someone that was dealing with a process of having to go through chemotherapy, radiation, uh, to be able to again eradicate the cancer. In this case, again, we can see why he's on the field so quickly. Yeah, look, it's called NLPHL, and so it's nodular. Lymphocyte predominant Hodgkin's lymphoma. So he calls it referred to as alphabet soup. It's it's about three to five percent. It shows up in three to five percent in Hodgkin's lymphoma. It's a slow growing, no non-aggressive uh, form of cancer. But you know, again, uh, as far as it goes, there was a medication, like you said, rituximab, that was able to he he took that was able to help combat it and such. And so I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Again, it's just um, yeah. dealing with the mental side. Now he's working on getting him back into football shape, how he should be, and, you know, he's ready for OTA. So it's definitely a, a, one of the best feel-good stories. Him and DeMar Hamlin, I mean, that's the easiest, best no feel-good stories in the NFL right now. No, 100% agree. John, before we let you go, um, anybody stick out at practice to you? I mean, you know, obviously it's going to be receivers, maybe running backs, catching the ball in the backfield. That's pretty much what you're going to get. You're not getting anything in the trenches with OTAs. But anybody kind of stuck out to you? Yeah, I mentioned Olave and, and uh, Juwan Johnson, two of the biggest plays. We'll give some love to A.T. Perry. He had a really nice back shoulder uh, catch from Jake Kaner. You know, he's one of the guys that rookie minicamp had a little bit of struggles, and, and he came back from it today, had a few struggles again today, but came back from it and got some good one-on-one coaching from Cody Burns. I mean, you see why they love this player and why they drafted this guy. He's somebody I think that can rise up the depth chart pretty easily. Um, and is going to be somebody that can be a factor for this offense. And so, look, other than that, you know, Cam Jordan was getting in the backfield, um, you know, being able to, if you were, say, real game action, and, you know, of course he's not going up against, like, James Hurst or Ryan Ramchick, but getting in the backfield and causing a tackle for loss. I thought Peyton Turner was doing some good things on the defensive side, getting after the quarterback. I mean, there's the normal kind of guys that you're like, okay, good to see these guys in motion doing Mm -hmm. what they're supposed to do. And so – you hopefully want to say that they build on that. I think Garrett Carr looked pretty good today, obviously having a, a perfect day. Uh, Will Lutz would be another one. He didn't miss a kick. I had him, I think it was okay. 13 for 13. He looked really good, and that's a great sign for St. Sam's. Yeah. He's coming off of a down year. Let's hope he keeps yes. it going. Um, had the injuries he dealt with, but he's another one that I definitely thrown out. Hayner got a chance to maybe go against some veterans. How did he look? Yeah, look, I mean, he had a, a little bit of a, a, you know, off day. He tried to – I like his aggressiveness, right? So he didn't really take the check downs or anything, tried to make something happen to the sideline, something kind of deep. And so I kind of like to see that from a rookie. And, again, like Derek Carr said, this is the time that you want to, to make those types of mistakes. But I think where I'm impressed is just kind of his, his mannerisms, his confidence getting into the line, the mayor will know what they're doing. I love his footwork. I like his snap on the ball. There's just a lot of good things that I like about him. And just look at the Saints and their track history. I didn't get that sense with Ian Book. It, it, you know, even asking some of the guys afterwards, it's year two, and this guy's like, oh, he's a lot more comfortable with the playbook, all these types of things. Look, I think Hayner, not saying he's there by any means, but I just think he's a guy who's got the right situation, a great leader in Ronald Curry. 
great leader in, in, in uh, Derek Carr. He has Jameis Winston. I mean, he's got – this is one of the, the best quarterback rooms, I would tell you, for yep. sure, and that's not being biased. I just think with Carr and Winston uh, and then Adam Hayner, he's definitely the best in the NFC South, one of the best rooms that this, this league has right now. I, I concur, no doubt. John, thanks for the time. Certainly appreciate it. If you would, please tell us once again how folks can follow you on social media and they can check out all your work. Yeah, definitely. First of all, go to uh, Twitter. It's at John J. Hendricks. And like Eric likes me to say, just like Jimmy, not like the gin. And so that's the right way to spell it, although we love our gin, right? And yes, so, we do. Uh, follow me there. And then um, if you go to Saints.media, that's the easiest way to go to SI's coverage of Saints News Network. We've got all our stuff out there video from today uh, all my observations and notes are up there for today ross jackson's doing some stuff i'm working on a couple stories and then uh, boot crew media we do all our video stuff a lot of photos action all the good stuff so tons of stuff to keep you occupied we got one day uh, one day access every week for the next few weeks until we get the mandatory minicamp there you go john thanks for the time today certainly appreciate it we'll be checking in with you soon sounds good thanks eric Thank you, John. John Hendricks, again, uh, with us here on Inside New Orleans. All right, don't forget about it, my friends with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Man, I tell you, we're getting into the dog days. I got in the car today, 93 on on, on the uh, temperature on the vehicle. Uh, again, right now we're looking at about 87 degrees uh, at, at 453. Oh, man, if you come home to a hot house, nobody wants to do that, right? AC's not working. Call my friends at Burkhardt. They have after-hours service for you with one of their, again, NAIT-certified technicians being dispatched out to your home. Uh, you Again, from a Burkhardt employee that answers the phone after hours, uh, making sure, again, you get up and running. Uh, again, whether, again, it's tuning the system up to keep it to keep it rolling through the uh, uh, summer months, uh, making sure, again, that uh, that uh, you, you keep that, that uh, tune-up going because, again, of your warranty, et cetera. Or, again, maybe you're looking for a new system uh, for your uh, home or your business. Uh, or your existing system just needs, again, a, a quality uh, 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 company that you can trust to be able to, again, uh, make sure that that system is running efficiency, uh, efficiently as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Doesn't matter whether you live North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home of business, a company I've trusted for decades. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until America sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. 
So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. When you've been injured in a crash, demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Handling an insurance claim can be exhausting and frustrating. Could you imagine if you've been injured through no fault of your own, and then your insurance company tries to pin the blame on you? It happens, and it sucks. Demand the team that will demand you're treated fairly. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2314837. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Take the stress out of your job search. Visit ExpressPros.com for jobs from a variety of industries. With more than 860 locally owned offices, the Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. Saw some volume building on the Crescent City Connector between Whitney and Earhart. A little stop and go traffic. Now we have an accident in the Algiers area. Crescent City Connection eastbound at General de Gaulle. We do have an accident right now. Also, one move to the right shoulder, I-10 westbound, Causeway Boulevard. It's on the right shoulder. A little bit of stop and go for Metairie Road right now as well. 610 eastbound between Elysian Fields and the I-10 merge stop and go flow. Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over Dave Mead Insurance, a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies. Serving, again, the entire metropolitan area, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes, where, again, the company was born. Dave Mead Insurance is your one-stop specialist when it comes to insurance. Uh, again, with uh, over 50 companies that, that he can search for, again, getting you the best policy for the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today, 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S, agency.com. That's Dave Insurance. And if you're a part of, again, the uh, group that still is under the citizens' uh, plan, uh, give my man Dave a call. And uh, let's see if he can get you into, again, uh, another insurance company. Uh, that have jumped into the uh, fray here in, in South Louisiana uh, since, uh, again, the legislature had passed the uh, bill that is uh, incentivizing companies to come into the city and into the state. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Thanks to John Hendricks for joining us on the, on the program. Mike Scarborough and Richie Mills join me in hour number two. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Stay tuned.
If you're looking to maximize and beautify your outdoor living space, then call my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119. Awnings, patio covers, screen enclosures, motorized interior and exterior roller shades, and many more affordable options to extend and enhance your outdoor living space. Our expert crews use American-made and locally sourced quality products. Let's work together and imagine the possibilities in designing your dream area. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119, or at Acadian Custom shutters.com of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6. Weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Again, don't forget about our social uh, our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram where you can catch all of our programs. Uh, that's right, the radio show is, uh, uh, the podcast is posted nightly uh, on our social media platforms. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports also posted on those social media platforms. And, of course, uh, we also give commentary there as well. 
Uh, we try to, again, uh, on our Facebook page, post a lot of stuff about uh, professional basketball, uh, old-school basketball, Great some great pictures that I find that I just really love um, that can take you back to the history of, of professional sports, but also updating you on um, – Updating you on on everything that uh, that you need to know about not just again what's happening in the sports world, what's happening here in our city and our state as well. So make sure again checking us out on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Hey, uh, don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, or our or our, or our um, digital platforms, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web, and our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify. Uh, is our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. I mentioned the award being Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, that'll, that'll feature less east of CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South this week. Um, every Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLA-TV, also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And this is what I, this is what I suggest. Um, you have so many ways to catch the program now. Um, and even then, sometimes people are, are texting me or, again, uh, emailing me or, or reaching out to me, again, on my um, social media platforms, pardon me, um, and um, asking me, man, I missed the show. Where can I get it? Well, it's always going to be on WLATV's uh, uh, YouTube page. But also, again, I suggest that you set the DVR, uh, 6 p.m. on WLATV, 10 p.m. on WLATV2, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. Uh, p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Or as I mentioned, on Thursdays you have three different times. 1 o'clock on Thursday in the afternoon. Uh, 6 o'clock Thursday evening on WLA-TV. Both of those then on the deuce at 10 o'clock WLA-TV too. So, so many ways to catch our program. Easiest way is set to DVR on the favorite um, time slot. You'll never miss the program. Mike Scarborough coming up in about five minutes. Richie Mills will follow him on the program. And, of course, uh, uh, we talked in the first hour to uh, uh, John Hendricks about OTAs, Saints uh, in their first week of OTAs. Uh, we got a, got his take on that. We'll do that with uh, Richie as well, but we'll also co- talk college baseball there. Uh, tonight, uh, Eastern Conference uh, um, uh, Finals, uh, Miami and also um, uh, the Boston Celtics. Uh, I am shocked. Yes, I am a longtime Boston Celtics fan. Uh, I did not see this coming. Uh, look, I said it earlier. I thought that the Heat were, were under-seeded uh, as the eighth seed. Uh, they, they are a better team than the eighth seed in the, in the East, and I think they've proven that. You know, Again, taking out Milwaukee, uh, now again 3-0 up on, 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 on what a possible sweep uh, of Boston. Um, but uh, I mentioned the other day the big three aren't, aren't playing well. I mean, you know, Tatum, again, is, you know, disappeared in the fourth quarter, uh, turning the ball over. Jalen Brown had one of his best, worst games in game two. Um, you know, Marcus Smart has been steady, but not the player that he was. You know, um, um, you know, they, they've Robert Williams has played very, very well at times. Um, uh, you look at, uh, you know, White, who's been a mainstay. Brogdon, who came over this year and has really been, been a really good player for them. Uh, it, you know, Grant Williams finally got off the bench, and, and, and you know, I was wondering where, where he's been, okay? Because, you know, he's just one of those glue players that will help you win win games. And, of course, the, he didn't really come in until game two. Um, but, um, again, just a, uh, I, think, I think the Celtics have been outcoached at this point. I don't think that's, there's any doubt. Um, you know, Al Horford is, is, again, showing his age. Um you know, there were times when Al Harford, again, you know, he could just knock down the three. Again, he's been struggling for three-point land. That's what they need him to do. Um, 
Uh, on the flip side, give Miami a lot of a lot of credit, man. They've been playing team basketball. Uh, they got a lot of undrafted free agents on that team. Again, that had worked their way in the NBA. Jimmy Butler was was again was 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 a guy that was pretty much written off with his career. He's rejuvenated it in Miami. Bam Adebayo has been playing very well. Kyle Lowry, uh, that's a guy that you can always count on. Duncan Robinson's been knocking down some threes for him. Uh, Caleb Martin, you know, one of those undrafted free agents playing very very well. Kevin Love. Kind of pulled off the scrap heap as he was uh, was bought out by the by the Cavaliers. Lands in Miami. He's been contributing some. Uh, you you look at again Struess, who's played well. Vincent, who's played well. Those are two undrafted free agents. They even went as far as having Cody Zeller in the game the other day. I mean, it's been a total team effort uh, for 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 the for the Miami Heat. Uh, they've been playing really good team basketball, team defense, team offense. Uh, you know, giving up the good shot for the great shot, uh, and. It was something that I mentioned yesterday, you know, about, about the rebuilding of the Pelicans here. What are you going to do, okay, as far as are you going to go and work on the fringes or are you going to really go for it in this offseason? And what Miami has proven is, again, it doesn't have to be the top first-round picks. You know, that's why everybody keeps talking about the 14th pick in the draft. Well, it's last pick in the lottery. It's not uh, – man, Miami's got four players that are contributing to undrafted free agents that, again, when they're on the open market, these guys are going to get play, okay? Teams are going to be wanting to be able to pay these guys. Uh, it comes down to the system. And, again, Pat Riley instilled a system in Miami a long time ago, and that system has been working since, again, his time when he was the coach there. Uh, when you look at Spolster, he's been doing, keeping, keeping the system going. They know what they're looking for in a player. They know what they want in a player. And those guys have meshed, and they're playing really good basketball right now. And, and look, probably, probably we'll sweep Boston tonight. I mean, again, uh, maybe Boston, again, uh, you know, finds it within themselves to be, able to, to be able to, you know, with their great players. Look, Brown, Tatum. And smarter three, uh, as a, as a, as a threesome, so, you know, three of the best players on one team in the entire league. Okay, and, and even there again, the, the the players that are contributing uh, as uh, you know guys that are coming off the bench or secondary players, they got a really good team in Boston, but they just have not lived up to, to the hype. Have not played well. A lot of that I think is coaching, but a lot of it again is self motivation. Uh, uh, we'll see again how this works out, but they they will be very much embarrassed. If they get swept tonight in, in, in Miami, maybe they stay alive. We'll see. Uh, but uh, the way they played the first three games against Miami, I don't have much hope for the Boston Celtics. All right. Let's head to the uh, guest line. Joining us in the program, uh, hands down, I've said it before, you look at LSU sites, he's got the best. Uh, again, yes, they were known uh, at TigerBait.com for the longest time for their message boards. But if you have not been a subscriber to TigerBait or not checked out TigerBait in a long time, man, again, you've missed, in the, missed a total renovation. You know, from, again, taking advantage of the YouTube uh, channel, in which they've got a show each and every Wednesday. It's out of sight. Also, again, uh, Mike going out to every single high school game. He's going out to spring games. Again, the, the cameras that he uses are first class. You won't get any better video out there. And then, of course, yes, the message boards, but the information you're getting from the great writers and also, again, from Mike Scarborough. TigerBait.com is the way to go if you're a Tiger fan, and it's very inexpensive to be able to subscribe as well. Mike joins us every single week on the program. Mike, how are you? Hey, Eric. Glad to be with you, man. Thanks for the kind words, as always. Appreciate it, Mike. Tell the folks how folks can subscribe. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. $1 gets you on the site, and uh, we're just, you know, a few weeks away from the start of camp season at LSU. A lot of official visitors about to start happening in recruiting, and um, uh, shoot, before you know it, you're going to have SEC media days for football yeah. in July, and, and it'll be here before you know it. Now, before before we move into some baseball, the camps, is that is that, again, uh, the, the, the – 
LSU coaches-sponsored camps where they're bringing in prospective um, um, uh, 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 signees to be able to, again, go through their camps. They get a chance to be able to see these young kids work, get a chance to introduce themselves. Or, or is this something, a camp where the, where the players are working out on their own in the offseason? No, it's, it's the elite. It's their, it's their summer camps at LSU. Uh, you'll have one that's like an OLDL uh, camp, maybe with kickers on that day. Uh, you'll have one they actually call the elite camp. Um, you'll have uh, a seven-on-seven day where you'll have high schools uh, bring seven-on-seven teams and play in like a tournament. And those are all opportunities for these players to be seen by LSU coaches. But uh, Brian Kelly has also uh, continued what Ed Orgeron had put in place where all the other state schools uh, uh, coaching staffs would come. So uh, you'd see uh, Tulane and, and, and Grambling and, and ULL and, and everybody else out there because, you know, a lot of these camps you have uh, uh, over 600, uh, 600 to 800 prospects on the field, and um, and a lot of those kids end up getting offers from other state schools uh, coaching staffs that, that also attend. Sounds good. What about uh, again the Tigers working out as they as they've done over the last few off seasons? Brian Kelly came in last year, and again really put the onus on again uh, self policing with within the uh, within the team. Uh, uh, will we see that again this year? And, and when does that start? Is that started already, well, or is that starting soon? Well, they're, they're they're probably doing stuff on their own, but. Once summer school starts, they'll get back in, into the weight room. And, of course, it's that uh, voluntary, uh, uh, not so in, uh, voluntary uh, workouts. But, uh, for instance, going back to the camp, you'll have LSU players actually working drills at camp, and they can actually make money doing that. Uh, they changed those rules years ago where you could pay current players to work the mm-hmm. football camp. Um, but there will okay. also be times where we're out there during the day watching uh, some of the high school uh, prospects, and you'll look over to another practice field, and you'll see current LSU football players uh, working out on their own. Uh, that that's last year uh, at the camp. That's when we actually got to see uh, Jarek Bernard Converse for the first time, um, because if you remember, he had arrived, but he he, he wasn't uh, healthy and couldn't participate last spring. So we got to see that he looked like he was 100%. Um, and then I guess uh, three years before that, that's when we first got our, our first look at Joe Burrow on campus after he had uh, signed with LSU. Sounds good. Uh, Beth Tarina and the LSU softball team lost to ULL as, again, ULL moves on to the Super Regionals. There was a lot of scuttlebutt that she was on the hot seat to begin with. Is that seat hot for her, or do you think she's going to get an opportunity to continue to coach at LSU? Yeah, I don't think I don't think they make a move on her. Not not when she's got three years left on her contract. I just don't see LSU paying uh, one point two or whatever the total would be to buy out a softball coach at LSU. Um, that said, I don't I don't know how how long uh, uh, you know what uh, how much leeway she's got. I know there's a lot of people who are upset about her holding on to her hitting coach. Uh, very loyal to him. A lot of people say that's the uh, her version of Cam Cameron and Les Miles. Um, but it, 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 look, 
you still had a team that was uh, ranked inside the top 15. And it's like, okay, if you get rid of her, who are you going to get? Um, I think that that's a part of it. Um, and I also think she probably became a lot safer with her job when Stephanie Rimp left LSU to go to Nevada to be the athletics director there. Uh, I think she was the guy that was probably more prone to uh, to fire a coach uh, if, if there was some thought that, the, that they could hire somebody better. Um, I'm not sure. He uh, uh, told me Scott Woodward's never been to a softball game since he's been the AD at LSU, I believe you. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Mike, anything happened on the recruiting front uh, as far as LSU uh, Tiger, Tiger football? Say it again. I'm sorry. Anything happened? Anything? Any? Any? Uh, any? Any news on on recruiting for for the football team? No, but uh, obviously last week was real big with getting Jawan Johnson from LCA and and Logan Diggs. Uh, and I think we talked about that on your show last week, uh, uh, later in the week. But uh, th- that's really big. And then Mason Smith being it uh, cleared in 100 percent. That's big. That's big. Uh, that that's real big. A uh, big guy as well yeah no doubt all right here we go baseball uh usc georgia uh winner lsu uh, is it win or lose i'm not sure takes them on uh, uh tomorrow um uh lsu now again uh, uh got the final series against georgia which everybody was hoping they would uh how do you feel about them as a national seed right now even before sec play yeah, uh, everybody tells me that they don't have to do anything in the SC tournament. And they're still going to be a national seed, but maybe need to win one or two to to be assured of a super. Um, but um, we're going to see what happens. Uh, Thatcher Hurd's going to get the start tomorrow uh, uh, tomorrow morning. So we just got that uh, news a little while ago. Okay. Um, so he he's mixing it up and, and not going with schemes in the first game. Okay, interesting. Um... Your thoughts on Hurd uh, picking up the baton on, on, on the first on the on a first game of a series there? I know they had wanted to try to be able to rest schemes if they could. Uh, if what you're saying is 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 true, maybe they're hearing the same thing. They are a top seed, and maybe that's one of the reasons why they're they're maybe holding off on schemes until maybe what were they doing? Were they going to pitch them in game two or game three? Um, I, I think probably if you would if you would lose game one, you 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 might would go. You, you, you would go with schemes in, in game two, yep. but if you win tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. it would would they opt to hold him again? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, and and yeah. and maybe going with Floyd, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting to see if if they do that as well. How do you feel about this team now going in, in into into a, a tournament play, and then of course from there into the regional, and then then hopefully again the super regionals on to Omaha. Well, you know, everybody's uh, knows what this baseball team could have been and how dominant they were. And the pitching, obviously, has gotten aggravating in Game Two and Game Threes of, of, of SEC series. Um, but this, they're still a very formidable team. It's just, you know, how far can you go um, when you, even your number two can be shaky? Your bullpen is uh, more than shaky. Um, and you've got guys coming in and out of slumps. So, um, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, you, 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 baseball can be crazy, but, um, I, I, I tend to think that, uh, maybe it's this team one that, uh, maybe hosts a super regional, um, and that's it. Or are they a team that, um, 
I know probably for the last uh, three or four weeks, I've felt like maybe this is a team at best could get to Omaha, but then quickly sent home. Right. Collegiate baseball, again, most of the baseball polls have them anywhere from uh, third to sixth. Uh, is that, do, do you feel that's probably where they are right now in, in, in terms of, again, based on, again, what we saw toward the end of the season? Look, they, they were almost looking like they were going to be wire-to-wire number one team until obviously they started to falter against Auburn and the Mississippi State. Yeah, I, I, I guess that sounds right, but to, to be honest with you, it's not, it's not like I'm, I've been paying attention to a whole lot of Pac-12 baseball and everybody else. Got you. Yeah, of course, uh, me neither. It, 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 so it's like, okay, what, you know, while we scrutinize and pick apart LSU the way we do, um, <laughs> is everybody across the country uh, laughing at, at, at LSU fans because of, man, you think you got problems? Look at our problems, right? Right. Well, but, I mean, again, look, much is expected of a program like this. Much is expected, again, when you sign the players you did in the offseason, when you had the returning players you had. You know, I mean, they were expected to be in this position, to be, again, number one team in the nation, again, top team in the SEC, a, a team that was going to be a, one of the top seeds in, 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 the, um, uh, in, in the nation when it, when it came to, again, tournament play. So this is not, not uncharted territory. This is, again, what was, was the expect, expectations were. The problem is, again, they faulted at the worst time toward the end of the season. Yeah, and I, I just – you hate to make the excuses, but um, – I think Jay Johnson is a fantastic coach. I think he's got a great staff. I think he assembled assembled an incredible roster. And 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 if the season does not get to where people think it's supposed to get, um, it's a hundred percent due to injuries. Uh, with what 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 happened to his pitching staff, it is absolutely legit to say that's what took place. Um, can they overcome it? And and. You know, find find something to, to make it happen, and, and then, you know, and what are those expectations? I mean, mm-hmm. it, most LSU fans felt like a national championship, and anything less is is un, unacceptable. Sure. Um, but you know, if this team gets it to, gets to Omaha and wins the game, and that's it, is is, is that going to be okay? You know what the expectations are on, on this program. This program is again Omaha a bust, and then when you get there, you got to win it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, we'll I, see. Look, I, we'll see. I, I think you make a legitimate point, though. When you have the type of injuries they had with the pitching staff, uh, again, that's going to weaken, again, a big part of uh, one of the three big components of, again, baseball, right? So pitching, hitting, fielding, uh, that's going to weaken that. And then, of course, at the same time, you were having issues, again, with, hit, with hitting, the, hitting the baseball. That seems to have come back. Uh, you know, hopefully, again, you'll, you'll be able to overcompensate with one of those other two areas with fielding and um and hitting to be able to make, you know, to maybe overcome uh, the lack of dominant pitching. Well, and, 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 I, and I can also – let me ask you this. If, if Palmineri had the exact same roster and one by one he, he lost all those pictures, um, how much excuse-making would we be hearing from Palmineri in press conferences versus the way Jay Johnson operates, him, conducts himself? Fair point. Fair point. Right. Fair point. And and, and but and, but because of that, maybe Jay Johnson hasn't done himself any favors because 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 he's I've had more than I, I've had one more than one media person tell me, man, uh, he sure does coddle his players that he doesn't, you know, he sugarcoats it with the media. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you're the guy 
that would rip Maneri for throwing players under the bus. Which is it? Mm-hmm. No, right? I'm with you. I'm with you. And look, it's hard to overcome that when when you when you get a like I said one of the one of the spokes on the wheel in, in terms of baseball when you start to lose quality players. Uh, the the, I mean, the I, hope I, I, is I, I, that I, you're I, able to do what something like Maneri did very well, which is again, which you know, almost again Johnny Holstaff, right? That you'll find a way to be able to, especially in tournament play, to be able to utilize the skill set of those pitchers. That maybe you can stretch it out and be able to again get those guys I, I, in a couple I, innings. They're it, effective it, it, and get out of game with a win. Eric, it's just in my mind that this whole these last several months, in my mind, I just I can I can hear his voice in my head, Maneri saying, "Man, we just can't lose the pitchers that we lost to injury," and and you know, and it, it, I mean he he would be poor mouthing, right? right. I, I just know he would have been. Right, and Jay Johnson, Johnson is a different is a different cat. Yeah, Jay Johnson doesn't do that. Right. The next man right. up, we 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 you know we we we've got. We like what we've got and, you know, all the stuff that he says. Mm-hmm. Well, again, a lot of that comes down to coaching at the end. You know, when you got to figure out, again, who you're going to put in, you know, with the, the feel for the game, et cetera. And, you know, again, he's going to be, uh, he's gonna be uh, you know, in a bullseye here as we get into uh, the tournament play. Not so much SEC play, as you mentioned. Again, they don't need any uh, help with, uh, with getting a national seed. But as they get into the regional in Baton Rouge and then hopefully uh, – uh, a super regional that will be hosted in Baton Rouge as well. Mike, appreciate the time as always. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you and yours. Um, tell us how folks can subscribe to Tiger Bait. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. One dollar gets you on the website. And uh, also go to our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. Hit the subscription button notification there. We do, we got a live show tomorrow night. It's uh, We always have a big group and it's uh, uh, that show's getting bigger each week. And um, uh, you'll enjoy it, I think, if you're an LSU fan. No doubt about it. At Scarborough Mike on Twitter. Thanks for your time, as always, my friend. All right, Eric. Thank you. There he goes, Mike Scarborough. Hey, sign a service agreement with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. They will contact you to let you know it's time to schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections on your AC and heating system. Uh, if you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for a service, you get priority scheduling there. You get 10% discount on that demand or emergency service. And, of course, Burkhart, because they're monitoring the life and efficiency of your, um, of your equipment, that equipment li- is, is going to be that life of the equipment is going to be extended. It's going to be operating safely. And it's also going to, again, reduce your energy bills. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Sign a service agreement with Burkhardt today. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Richie Mills from WGNO TV 26 Sports is next. I'm your host, Derek Asher. Stay tuned. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Come shop Memorial Day deals now at Lowe's. Like buy one, get one 50% off on select interior and exterior paints and exterior stains via Lowe's gift card rebate. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid through 531. More terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash rebates for details. Good news. Stall is cleared, but oh, the memory lingers. Uh, practically stopped traffic from I-10 on 90 westbound at Chapatulis. Uh, is where the stall was, and it was backed up towards I-10. Breakdown there caused a big, big slow. I-10 eastbound between I-610 and Downman, a little bit of stop-and-go flow. North Claiborne at Tupelo Street, an accident. South Claiborne at Audubon, 
Boulevard in accident. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your pal with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. They were ordinary people, like you and me, whose stories inspire us to find strength within. The National World War II Museum. Find the extraordinary inside. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Well, I tell you what, when you think it can't get any worse in this city, uh, something else happens where you just kind of shake your head. What's the old adage again that, that again, are certain neighborhoods in this city that, again, if it's not nailed down, it's going to get stolen? Uh, a report today uh, estimated $300,000 in steel beams were stolen from the 504 Golf Construction Site. That's the old Times Picayune building right next to, again, our WLE TV studios, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, uh, steel girders were, were stolen over the weekend, and they were brought to the Uptown Recycling Salvage Yard on South Claiborne Avenue. Uh, now, now you're, you're talking about, again, a, a huge amount of steel beams that had to be put on, on, on a back of a, a flatbed truck. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, they didn't even move. They didn't even go that far. They just went to the Uptown Recycling uh, uh, Company uh, to try to sell it there. Uh, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, first of all, who's got the cojones to do that? Okay, whether you're doing it at night or not, you're moving steel beams onto a, onto a, a flatbed. 
Uh, and, then, and then the other part of it, again, uh, to go in and, and try to sell those, um, just, man, I don't want to say typical New Orleans, but, man, I'll tell you what, just an embarrassment, another embarrassment for the city. All right, uh, let's, let's, uh, I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. Let's go to uh, my, my friend uh, Richie Mills over at WGNO TV Channel 26 Sports. Uh, does a great job for Channel 26. And, and of course, uh, also you can catch him on, all, on, on their shows as well. Uh, Richie, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me again. Pleasure to be back. Before we get started, tell the folks about all the great programming over at Channel 26. Uh, well, you can catch the WGNO sports team weeknights uh, on 6 and 10. Uh, you can catch us in the WGNO sports zone Friday nights, 10.30 p.m. on NOLA 38, the CW. And you can catch me on weekends, Saturdays at 6 and 10, and on Sundays at 5 and 10. Always good to have you, my friend. And uh, let, let's start off with college baseball. Uh, Tulane uh, should be underway right now, taking on Houston at the American Athletic Conference Tournament. Um, uh, we'll start there. Uh, your thoughts on Tulane having an opportunity to be able to advance in that tournament? So Tulane's up 8-2 to two right now in the top of the second. They've well, that, they have a pretty good runs. chance then. <laughs> <laughs> two three-run shots, and uh, Brady Margette just hit a two-run shot to give them the 8-2 to two lead. But look, I mean, this is a dangerous team, obviously. They made it to the AAC semifinals last year under Jay Ullman after Travis Jewett was, was fired. I think kind of the misconception surrounding Tulane baseball this year is the fact that Jay Ullman's first duties as head coach was to recruit maybe at least a dozen guys that had jumped in the transfer portal, and he lost a couple of those to some bigger programs. Uh, they're closing pitchers at Georgia now. Their season obviously over. Bennett Lee, their best hitters at Wake Forest, who right now is one of the favorites to win the national title. So, again, what they were able to bring back is promising in the fact that they have a stout sophomore class that I think is a very dangerous one, headlined by the likes of T.O. Banks. So, again, the fact they're up 8-2 to two right now is, yeah, my team is a surprise to some, but for those that have really followed this team the past two years, it's really not that much of a surprise. Well, um, you live in Hammond, America. You, you're pretty close to SLU. <laughs> uh, what happened with Matt Reiser? I mean, that, that to me was a shocker based on what he's done over the last 10 years over at Southeastern. Right. So I graduated uh, from Southeastern in December of 15. So my first exposure to real college baseball up front as a member of the media was Matt Reiser and the Southeastern Lions. So the news it took me back in a sense because, you know, Matt Reiser is a professional's pro. I mean, he is maybe one of the best baseball minds in the state of Louisiana. He's a great human being, period. And he's a great recruiter, a great motivator. Everyone in Hammond has nothing but nice things to say about Matt Reiser. Now, when I see that he was released, uh, I, I'm not really surprised in a sense because, you know, the Southeastern baseball program really since – they won a Southland Conference tournament title in 2014, a regular season title in 15. They had two at-large bids into an NCAA regional, both in Baton Rouge in 16 and 17. And in 2015, they won 42 games. But since then, they've just kind of seen somewhat of a decline in wins. Last year was an absolute anomaly, what they did. I mean, they overcame injuries. They overcame a, a death in the program. They overcame so many obstacles to pull out a Southland Conference tournament title. And even Matt Reiser said himself afterwards, 
they should make a 30 for 30 on what happened last year. But again, a 25 and 25 finish. Yeah, they did have a six game win streak to close out the year this year. But that's really not what you expect from the Southeastern baseball program. Again, a program that in 14, 15 and 16, they won 38, 42 and 40 games. And again, they were if not in contention for an at-large bid or a Southland Conference tournament title, they were pretty much in the discussion of the postseason beyond the conference tournament. So, again, I'm super surprised because, again, Matt Reiser is a fantastic coach. He's going to get picked up immediately. Uh, But, I mean, 10 years, 320 wins, that's hard to ignore. But, again, there has been a decline in, I guess, the overall quality of baseball within the Southeastern program. And, And it hurts me saying that again. I am a 2015 grad. I follow them closely, but uh, I, I was shocked, but again, not surprised. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. With you, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit. I was surprised. I was really shocked. I, mean, I was because again, of again, what he has done had a little bit of a down year this year. Yeah, I get it, but at the same time, uh, you know, they're looking at JUCO coaches possibly coming in to take his place, and this is a quality coach, man. And he's gonna, like you said, he's gonna land somewhere. It's not, he's not gonna be out of out of, out of, uh, out of work too long. Right, and I mean, I even saw Justin Hill, who's the head coach at McNeese, as a potential target uh, for right. J.R. Teagues. You know, he was on our Teagues coaching staff way back when. So, okay. again, a guy that's familiar with the expectation, a familiar with the winning culture and the standard that really Coach R. Teague set when he was back as head baseball coach, now the athletics director at Southeastern. So, in my opinion, if you're going to go for someone to replace a guy like Matt Reiser, you know, I mean, four NCAA regionals, two tournament titles, Mm -hmm. and a 2015 regular season title, you need a guy that's proven that he can sustain success in the Southland Conference. And Justin Hill has done just that over at McNeese right now, even though they are a six seed right now, and they're about to play in 18 minutes in the the conference tournament. Mm -hmm. So. Um, LSU taking on South Carolina tomorrow. Uh, they're, they're the third seed in the SEC. Give me your thoughts on the Tigers. Uh, I just had Mike Scarborough on. He's felt like, again, they didn't need to win a game in the, in, the, in the SEC tournament to be able to become a national seed. Some people still believe they do. Where do you stand on that? Is Paul Skeens pitching? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Hurd uh, oh, is going to pitch tomorrow. All right. Because, I mean – it's tough. I don't think they need to win. I think the body of work overall will earn them uh, one of the national seeds. But again, it wouldn't hurt to, to rip off a couple of wins in the conference tournament. South Carolina, that's going to be a tough ask, especially with the way they played today. They had a shutout win in the opening round. So they're fresh off that momentum of a game one victory. They're going to play LSU, a team that we don't know if they were going to win that series or not. And even with Paul Skeens on the mound, they beat LSU 13-5 to in that game. So again, South Carolina... A scary, scary ask uh, for this LSU team to beat. But, you know, (laughs) I don't really think you can judge the success of of what this team could be based off what you see in the conference tournament this week. I know they won it last in 2017. But, Mm -hmm. again, I mean, they're 11-8 and when Paul Skeens is not on the mound. That's really been the question mark. It's been the pitching staff and the struggles behind Skeens. So, yeah, I think more repetitions for everyone not named Paul Skeens is never a bad thing in this case because, mm-hmm. again, you need to immerse them in this environment uh, to really give them a sense of what postseason baseball is all about. So, again, the more the merrier, it can only pay off for them. If they win, that's just a plus. Great call. 
Uh, UNO, the fourth seed in the Southland. Uh, again, they, they play tomorrow. Nichols also, they're the number one seed in the Southland. They play tomorrow as well. Uh, UNO at, at 2.30 will probably be preempted for those that are listening uh, because of UNO baseball tomorrow. And, of course, then Nichols takes over at 6 p.m. Uh, with their game. Give me your thoughts on, on those two teams in the Southland. Of course, Northwestern is also uh, a tough team there as well. Right. So the good thing for UNO this year, they have the hitter of the year, just like they did in years past. Uh, they're first in batting average home runs, hits and runs. They're, they're flat out the best hitting team in the Southland Conference right now. And the beauty of it is their past two years have been eliminated by the Southeastern Lions, who did not qualify for the tournament this year. So if you're a UNO privateer fan, uh, you can kind of have some positivity going into this tournament, knowing the fact that your kryptonite is no longer present in, in the Southland Conference tournament. But again, I think that series win over Nichols. I understand Nichols sat some starters in that finale. So, again, you can't really judge too much about that. But they're hot right now. They're a, a dangerous hitting club. They just haven't been able to get over that postseason hump. This could be that opportunity for them. I can't say enough about what Nichols has accomplished this year. Mike Silva, year two, a regular season conference title, first one in program history. He has a great coaching staff. Uh, he also has a great team uh, flat out. If you look at just the conference stats alone, Nichols is the best hitting team in just conference play, and that's really what I pay attention to around this time because, again, they're playing conference opponents. They have the top pitcher uh, in the conference who's a freshman. I mean, Jacob Mayers. And what's even more impressive about him is 62 innings pitched, 92 strikeouts. He's a freshman. That's crazy. And the staff behind him, we saw what they collectively did against LSU on a Tuesday night in Baton Rouge. So Nichols has a dangerous bunch as well. But the Southland Conference Tournament is so unpredictable. And I say that because, again, I mentioned McNeese earlier. They're a six seed, but they're the host. So, again, you, you have a six seed hosting a conference tournament because when McNeese threatened to leave the Southland a couple of years ago, the Southland pretty much said, We'll give you conference championship host sites and a couple of sports through 2026. Baseball just so happened to be one of those. So I hate that because basketball was one as well. Nichols met McNeese in the second round of the basketball tournament, basically gave the Cowboys home court advantage, and Nichols got bounced. So if, of course, McNeese wins tonight, that's exactly who Nichols is playing tomorrow in the Southland Conference Tournament. So there's so much parity in this tournament, and I think it's what makes it one of the most underrated but exciting ones in the state. I agree 100%. Talking about Delgado in the Junior College World Series for the fifth time under Joe Sherman, uh, and, of course, their, their, their uh, odds of winning it all and bringing it back to New Orleans. So I, I believe four of their last six wins, which includes the South Central District Championship, which they just won over the weekend, and the Region 23 tournament they played at Southeastern a couple weeks ago, four of their last six postseason wins have been walk-offs, which I think is absolutely insane. Two of them from Cole Strombo from Brother Martin, and then two from Josh Alexander, who played at Assumption High School. He's UL bound. I mean, they can pretty much get it done any way possible, and they, they keep themselves in ball games late, and that's where they strike. You know for a fact, if it's a one-run game late, they're going to pull through because they have a veteran lineup, an explosive lineup if they need be, but their pitching staff really doesn't get much of the headlines because of the walk-off wins, but their pitching staff has been exceptional this year. And, of course, you add into the mix a, a veteran Hall of Fame coach like Coach Joe, who's pretty much seen it all, uh, on a baseball diamond. So they are a dangerous bunch based off the fact that they're never out of a ball game and they can hit themselves back into a ball game. 
Richie, let's shift gears to um, uh, the OTAs. Saints begin OTAs this week. My media got their first look at the uh, team today. Uh, your impressions? I actually didn't get to make it out today. Uh, I was I was given the day off today. So, okay. uh, but but it didn't. That doesn't mean I didn't keep up with everything. I thought sure. the fact you... that eighty of eighty nine people are participants, ninety percent of the team was there. I thought that's impressive. Uh, I mean, it just kind of shows you the buy-in of this organization and everyone in it. Given the fact you had a seven and ten finish last year, nine and eight finish the year before, no playoffs either one of those years. Uh, I think it was kind of big repetition-wise for the the newer additions on the team. I know guys like Demario Davis, Taysom Hill, Mike Thomas weren't there for obvious reasons, but I thought that these repetitions were key for a guy like Derek Carr, for Foster Moreau. I don't know if James Washington was there. I didn't see anything saying he wasn't. Right. Uh, but I do know Brian Edwards, Juwan Johnson. I mean, I feel like the repetitions are the key uh, for anyone that is involved with Derek Carr right now, and obviously the rookies. But, uh, you know, I mean, I just think that that's really what stood out to me on opening day of OTAs. I do want to ask you again, the uh, uh, the NBA Finals are on uh, Channel 26. Uh, Denver sweeps the Lakers tonight. Boston versus the Heat. Looks like, again, it could be a possible sweep there. Uh, first of all, Denver, uh, Lakers, what did you think about the series? So we were sitting on the couch watching game one with my wife, and I told her, and I said, you know, in an ideal world, Denver sweeps this series. Because, in my opinion, their 8-10 to 10 man rotation, it wasn't deeper than the Lakers. They were just more talented. And then the, the starter, I mean, Nikola Jokic is, is a, a basketball wonder, one of the great basketball wonders of the world right now. And the way that him and Jamal Murray just play in sync with each other, they feed off of each other is great. And I think the compliment of a guy like Aaron Gordon, Contavious Caldwell, Pope, and just everyone that's involved in that rotation makes them such a dangerous bunch. Miami just has a bunch of dudes. I mean, you got Jimmy Butler leading the way with a bunch of motivated, undrafted free agents that play with a chip on their shoulder. They don't back down to anyone. They're not afraid of the moment. And I think Jimmy Butler's confidence has a lot to do with the way they play. I think the established uh, coach that they have also makes them a dangerous, uh, you know, commodity in the postseason. I'm kind of pulling for a Heat and Denver uh, finals here. I know people aren't going to be too crazy about that. They might not tune in to watch us <laughs> whenever the NBA finals are on that night. Right. But I'm telling you, I think that's going to be a great series. I think that one might go seven. Uh, I know the NBA was hoping for a Laker-Boston series, you know, the traditional series there, but you're right. I am shocked the way the way the Heat have come out and really, again, taking it to the Celtics, though. Yeah, they're just, they have that swagger and that confidence, and it just it, it comes down to it. Are you going to match that intensity, or are you going to fold? And I think we've seen more times than not from Boston uh, that they're pretty much going to fold. And I think the fact that you have a first-year head coach for Boston and you have a head coach for Miami who's Eric Spolster, who's been there forever. He's seen championship victories. He's been immersed in that culture for what feels like ever. So I think that's just two different things. I think you're seeing the mentality, the culture, the physicality that Miami plays with. Mm-hmm. That's really one of the best highly touted cultures in the NBA. Going up against Boston, who kind of has a new face leading the team right now in their head yep. coach. And then really, you don't know what their superstars chemistry is like right now, because they just look so out of sync when they're out there. They do. They're trying. <laughs> I'm not doubting that at all, but it just looks like you have two different teams playing against each other. And the one that looks like they want to win is winning. No doubt. 
once again, uh, Richie, tell us about all the great programming over at Channel 26. It goes also home for the NBA Finals as well, and how they could follow you on social media. So, again, you can catch us weeknights, 6 and 10 on WGNO News. Uh, you can catch us at 10.30 p.m. Friday night on NOLA 38 in the WGNO Sports Zone. And you can catch me on weekends, Saturdays, 6 and 10, Sundays at 5 and 10. I am, of course, the guy that bothers everyone on the weekends. <laughs> we appreciate your time each and every uh, time we ask you, whether TV or radio. We, and, and as always, again, thank you for being with us. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, and we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Thank you again for having me. Always. Again, uh, Richie Mills, Channel 26 Sports. All right, don't forget about Burkhart. Again, even after hours, they can get to you with, again, one of their 15 trucks in the field and an eight certified technicians. Uh, if you are looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, whether you're looking to install a new system in your home or your business, or an existing system needs work, it's Burkhart. Only doing the work that's necessary would never gouge you, never cheat you. And, of course, when it comes to installing new systems, some of the top brands in the industry, they're authorized to be able to, to uh, install Industrial, residential, commercial, no job too big, and, of course, no job too tough. It is, again, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. I've trusted Burkhardt for decades. You can as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. This report is sponsored by KFC. Everybody's going to want KFC's new Kentucky Fried Chicken Nuggets. Each hand-breaded nugget is made with 100% white meat and their famous original recipe. You've never had nuggets like these. That's finger licking good. Stop and go traffic on a couple of spots on I-10 and 610. I-10 westbound between uh, Causeway Boulevard and Williams Boulevard running stop and go. Also, 610 eastbound between Paris and the I-10 merge. Stop and go flow there as well. Crescent City Connection eastbound between Old Toll Plaza and O'Keefe running slow at this time. Secondaries, Louisiana at uh, South Saratoga working a crash. Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We got you weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Thanks so much for being there. Uh, don't forget, again, tomorrow we may be preempted. We're 99% going to be preempted by UNO Baseball. Um, so, again, and then Thursday it's up in the air. On Again, depending on what, to, what UNO does, um, when they win, if they lose, where they end up. On again, whether we'll be preempted on Thursday. We are out on Friday and out on Monday, so this could be the last show of the week for us. So just want to get and give you guys a heads up. Uh, but uh, check us out at 4 o'clock. If you hear baseball, you probably know that we're probably going to be off the air uh, tomorrow and Thursday. But hopefully we'll, we will be back. Uh, to give us a chance to bring on celebrity chef Scott Craig, who's back from vacation. Sean Vazan, get a, get a chance to be able to hear what, what uh, he was able to see at OTAs. And, of course, our regular cast on a Thursday, which is a great lineup for us on a Thursday as well. So we'll keep you up to date on that as we go forward. Uh, check our social media platforms for more information uh, about, again, upcoming shows with, again, the UNO uh, uh, tournament baseball happening here on 106.1 FM. Hey, Jude Young's going to follow me tonight in his regular slot. Uh, you know, again, last, last night he was in for uh, uh, Ken Trahan. So all access with Jude Young tonight. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. I want to thank John Hendricks for joining us today. Mike Scarborough, Richie Mills, all did a great job on the program. If you missed any of today's program, podcast will be up about 30 minutes after the program ends. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week that features uh, Les East of CrestedySports.com and also Saturday Down South. Uh, again, uh, so we'll have our live program at 1 o'clock on Thursday with the TV. And then just cross your fingers that we have a show tomorrow and on Thursday leading into the Memorial Day holiday. Been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. We appreciate every one of our sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor our program. Uh, please support those sponsors. We appreciate you, the listener, no matter where you're listening to our program. Thank you for doing that. Rudy back in studio. Thanks for all you do. And as always, New Orleans, we appreciate you checking in. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Better do